Welcome back to the Charged Up Show. This interview is brought to you by 519 Sports Online. 519 is a positive promotional platform which brings you highlights and interviews from your favorite teams across the region. Make sure to check out their social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And be sure to like and subscribe to 519's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 509 Sports Online. Thank you to Darren and his team for supporting the Charged Up Show. Please welcome to the podcast, Cambridge native, uh, former Cambridge Redhawk, now player for the Guelph Storm, Nolan Forster. How's it going? How's it going, boys? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for, thanks coming, for on. coming on. So before we get started, Nate and Keith are going to take you on a speed round, 509 Sports Online speed round. Oh, no. So, <laughs> yeah, Aaron Stevenson, eh? Oh, yeah. We did the same one. Uh, with our last guest who will be coming out this week, yours is next week. So we're going to compare our answers. Um, you got to answer as fast as you can. No hesitation is the first thing that comes to mind. All right. All right. All right, I'll go first. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you kick it off. Okay, three, two, one. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant? McDonald's. Uh, PS4 or Xbox? PS4. Favorite animal? Lion. All right. Uh, favorite type of tree? Oak. <laughs> favorite color? Blue. Favorite food? Oh, tacos. Favorite barn to play in? Barn? Yeah, Galt Arena, Galt Arena. CCM, CCM or Bauer? Bauer? Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> CCM. Go-to dance move. Go-to dance move. <laughs> Just a freestyle. I can't really say I got to go to. All right, there we go. The reason why we laughed when you said favorite animal was because our, our most recent guest, uh, Kevin Donahue, who was on like just before you, he said squirrel. And he was like, the rest of you, please edit it out. Like, please edit it out. Oh, my God. He's like, Matt, I should have said tiger. We got a story on tiger or lion or something. So he said lion. I was like, oh, it's so funny. Like, he's texting Squirrel. me. After, like, seriously, take it out. Like, I'm not going to turf for this. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> no, it's super funny. So, obviously, now hockey side, um, here in the season is going to get pushed back till February. That must be hard to hear, especially you're so excited for your first OHL season. Um, how has yeah. that been mentally for you? Uh, for sure. It's definitely been tough. You know, like pushing it back, like the first time was already tough. And then hearing it was pushed back to January and now February, it's just kind of, it's tough mentally. Just keep preparing yourself. Just honestly, it's got to be, a, you got to look at it as like a, as a positive sign. You just got to keep getting bigger and kind of just sticking with it. Now, what is uh, what have you been focusing on this off season? Um, well, last year, for my first year of junior, I had a pretty good year, and like, kind of my focus was just getting bigger because I knew that like on the ice I can skate and shoot and all that, but like just getting bigger for me, playing the OHL would be like a big factor to bring my game to the next level. All right. Yeah, for sure. So I guess. Um, so yeah. Oh, go ahead, Nate. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was just gonna say, like, growing up in Cambridge, right? Like kind of bring us yeah. back like how was like what was your kind of first experiences with hockey and like um yeah like what was your you know minor hockey kind of experience <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um i played for the hawks growing up i think mules and i used to play together like a long time ago yeah. oh, really? for two years and then, yeah, two years. 
Oh yeah. So that was, that was a good time. You know, had a lot of good coaches like Sean Selleck, Rick Chapman, Kevin Clancy along the way. And then uh, in minor midget, I, I went to the GTHL to play for the Marlies. Okay. So that was another cool experience because my coach was Paul Coffey. So, you know, I got a, got a few good learning curves there and then kind of just carried on from there. Hey, we'll get there. Hey, we'll get there. I'm just jumping ahead, Mule. <laughs> so, so yeah, what were, what were some of your highlights of playing in Cambridge besides playing with me? <laughs> are, you ta- are you talking about the Hawks days? Yeah, the, the Hawks. Hawks. The Hawks days? I know, I know the Triple A team wasn't winning much tourneys. Oh, oh, the boys struggled to win them throughout the years. I think we, we might have won one like throughout the seven, six years that we were there. But, like, I don't know, probably just the teammates and the kind of the boys that I met throughout the way has got to be like the highlights of that entire career of the Hawks. Yeah. And then, so what was the decision like to go to the G and um, that was kind of the year uh, the year you played major Bantam and it kind of broke out. That was the year that I, I made the team and said no. And then, so the next year I was kind yeah, of, like, yeah. I was wondering what you were going to do, obviously, because I wanted to play AAA. Um, I never forgot to ask, what was your decision like going to the G? Obviously, two former teammates, uh, Nolan Dan, who's going to come on the yeah, podcast yeah. soon, and then Chandler Romeo always came on. They left Cambridge already. So yeah. was that kind of – they? did you talk to them before, or was that kind of on your own you decided? Yeah, for sure. That was obviously a big factor for me because those are like – like us three were kind of like good friends growing up throughout the Hawks days, and then them two leaving me the year before, I wasn't really – I don't know. I wasn't really sure what to do. Like we all, we always obviously had a good team, but I just thought it was best for my like self development to go down there and play. Now playing on a really good Toronto Marlies team, what's it like? Like that whole experience would have been cool, especially that team having a history with McDavid playing for them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely probably one of my favorite teams we've ever played on in my life besides playing with mules back in the day, but um, <laughs> I got to say like the, the guys there just like coming from like the Alliance down to the G is just the skill level is completely different in my opinion. And like the pace of the game and like, I'm pretty sure like at least 10 of the guys on that Marley's team are now signed playing in the O or committed D one somewhere. So right. it's obvious that the Marley's organization like produces like top end talent and, I just thought that was the best place to play as long with like along with like the coach and just all the guys in the room. Yeah, for sure. And you just mentioned Paul Coffey, which is something I do remember hearing now once I think about it, but not something that we had down. Talk about that and how cool that was. Oh my god. That was amazing. Like yeah, he was working with Edmonton at the time and um so everyone thought he wasn't gonna be around as much, but he he might have missed one game and one practice all year. Like he was always there. He was always just trying to make us better, and he he really cared for like the team as much as like player development. As long as, like we didn't have any systems, you kind of just went out there and you played the game, and then you came back to the bench, and then he gave you feedback on literally anything, just how to like be a better man aside from hockey, but then also like your skill development. Now, so was his kid played on the team? Yeah, his kid Christian played on the team. Now, what was your uh, the draft like for you after that? <clears throat> yeah, so, like, obviously playing on a really good team, it's tough to, like, come into, like, an amazing team and, like, kind of show up and get the ice time. But 
mm-hmm. I think I did the best that I could, like, going down there and going into the draft. I was obviously pretty nervous having, like, talked to some teammates, but, like, you really have no idea until you hear your name called or you see your name called on the screen. But it was always obviously a big relief for me and an amazing organization, which I end up ended up with. And hopefully we have a good year there next year. Oh, uh, I believe, what, 7th, 8th, ninth. when did you go? 8th round. 8th. You put up pretty good points in the G, and uh, was that something where you were you expecting to go higher and were you expecting to go lower? And obviously everyone wants to be higher, and did that kind of motivate yeah. you? And maybe you felt like you slipped, and we've had guys who felt the same way. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it, it kind of motivated me, like, the next year. Obviously, having, like, sort of a breakout year with the Red Hawks was good for me, but... Um, I think I definitely uh, expected to go a little bit higher than what I did, but obviously playing on such a good team, it's pretty easy to get like lost in the shadows, so to speak. But um, right. Um, I mean, I'm where I want to be now, and I'm with a great organization close to home, so there's nothing really else I can ask for. And you came back to play uh, Junior B in your hometown. That must have been pretty cool as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, that was amazing for me. Uh, the Red Hawks gave me like so much opportunity to kind of succeed and show what I could do that I probably didn't get on, on the Marlies because of the the skill there. And uh, coming back, it just just kind of just my game went to a different level and well recognized that. And uh, hopefully, I can take another jump next year. Now, what was the decision like to come back to Cambridge? Obviously, um, the GHL, uh, the GOJHL is the best junior B league in Canada, but there's also tier two and assuming you had interest from other teams too so uh what was it like deciding to come back to cambridge and play junior b versus maybe in toronto or something like that yeah i was obviously uh deciding between the ojhl and the gojhl but overall i wanted to come back to cambridge like my hometown because i just wanted to go back to school there and uh, i thought cambridge had a new team coming in so i thought it'd be cool to play for my hometown and as a 16 year old it's you don't really get that much chance to play uh, like wherever you choose but I got lucky with them offering me a spot and uh, kind of just went from there and we just interviewed Kevin Kevin Donnie what was that perspective of the line brawl we uh, we had a good conversation about his goalie fight was he on Kitchener yeah, he was on Kitchener. Come on. He's the one. He's on the, he's the goalie, he's that, the goalie that had the goalie fight? Yeah. Yeah. Geezer? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was amazing to watch. I think I got a video on my phone still. <laughs> oh, uh, you're not playing? Uh, no, I was playing, but I still got oh, the videos. Video, yeah. yeah, I remember it. Um, well, I was on the bench. I wasn't getting into that. But um, I remember after, like, the period came down and, all the boys came into the room, and there was like four of our guys just getting undressed after the brawl. <laughs> That's crazy. The geezer was just sitting there, like, like what did he get himself into? But it was fun to watch. Like the fans loved it, obviously. But right, we were I talking about it. He, uh, geezer just kind of slipped. <laughs> like Donnie yeah, punched just, him. Donnie he punched kept him going. He gave him like five more after he was down. Yeah, <laughs> but he only got like one punch, and then. Uh, Geezer is just down. <laughs> we should get Geezer on the podcast. That'd be yeah, funny. Man, that would be <laughs> fun <laughs> to get like both sides. We could get yeah. him and Donnie oh, yeah. in the same one. <laughs> what, did, what did he say about it? Not much. What he did say Geezer kind of slipped. <laughs> just, well, That's funny. 
But that's funny. That must have been wild. And what, what do you have to say about Paulf not fighting in that? Paulf, oh my gosh. Him and Bibbs were going at it. I, I'm pretty sure uh, he asked Bibbs to go at it, but he didn't want it. You know, Paulf being such a big body, not really. He's known around the league for his big body, and he doesn't really mess with anyone. So, um, what do you accredit to other than um, getting more opportunity and stuff? Was your breakout year? Was it something that you did in the off season necessarily, or leading up to the season that that kind of boosted you for that season? Um, I'd say it was overall it wasn't like as much physical as it was mentally. Like I think my confidence confidence grew because. I got that opportunity on the power play and I got that opportunity to make mistakes and get back out there the next shift and have a chance to redeem myself. But obviously throughout that summer, I was kind of determined to get bigger and stronger after going like slipping down a little bit more than I expected. But I mean, I think it was a big confidence thing for me and just that coach gave me opportunity to make mistakes and learn from them and just continue to grow as a player. So I guess kind of like moving to more current stuff, like, like just run us through like your mindset or like your, your experience, like knowing that you were going to sign with Guelph and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So like, you mean like, like the, past, you kind of like the past six months? Yeah. Like months? when you signed or like current now, like what's your kind of situation? Yeah. yeah talk about when you first found out that you were going to sign. Uh, when I first found out I was going to sign, I was playing, I think we were in playoffs in, in Cambridge and that was also exciting for me. And it kind of, boosted my game to just have a little bit more swagger out on the ice and just knowing where I hopefully would be playing next year was a obviously a good thing for me and I mean I can't say I'm a pretty humble guy and I I'm not like there to brag about it but like it was definitely a accomplishment for me and one that I'll carry for the rest of my life for sure and um Kind of last question of the uh, of the interview, but skating with them now, what are you looking to do with next season and kind of getting a taste of what it's going to be like? Yeah, uh, skating with them now, we it's kind of just like we skate in Guelph, a bunch of the rookies along with Mules. And uh, it's obviously fast, fast-paced, uh, bigger guys, stronger guys, and there's not really as much room for, like, making mistakes and – um, I think hopefully next year I can have a good role on the team and uh, hopefully the coach can give me the opportunity that I had in Cambridge to just continue to grow and uh, redeem from my mistakes if I make them on the ice and just just became, become a more confident and overall solid player. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for coming on and we'll all watch you and hopefully get you on after the next season possibly if we're still going and we wish you the best of luck going forward. For sure. Yeah, all right. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, good meeting you. Good Thank talking. you. Thank you. Nice to meet you.